Welcome to BitCast on Podcast One, the video game podcast with the Axeman. So, how can I squeeze in another spooky video game when I myself don't usually play the genre? Oh, I've got it. How about an indie horror game that started out as a novelty but then went viral and overly played out? People like when voices on the internet talk about those, right? Slender, or Slender the Eight Pages as it's later known, is based on the internet horror story of the Slendermen. And as I scripted this, I noticed that Microsoft Word didn't give Slenderman a red underline, meaning that his name is officially recognized. And that makes me a little bit upset. Except I wrote it as one word, and I think it's meant to be two. Whatever, it's audio anyway. Back to the point. The idea is that this lanky guy with no face, but a dapper fashion sense would randomly appear in the backgrounds of photos. And if you looked at him in the photo, he would do something to you, I think. An indie developer by the name of Agent Parsec went and made an internet game out of this. You're in a dark forest with only a flashlight as you walk around the forest and look for eight pieces of paper. Each time you start the game, their locations will be randomized, and you have to track them down in different places each time. While you're doing this, you have to avoid the Slenderman. With each page you get, the better he gets at tracking you down. And as soon as he catches you, um, the, the, the screen kind of goes to static and you lose. Ooh. It was allegedly a beta game and not really a full-on true release, after a couple years they would release Slender The Arrival, which is a more fleshed-out game with more of a storyline and characters and lore that actually connects to the original Slender game, but I'm most familiar with the original here. As far as minimalism goes in video games, Slender is about as minimal as it gets. At least before we start getting into random shapes, interacting with other random shapes, and calling it a day. There's not much in the way of story. It really is as simple as it sounds. You find all the pages in the enclosed space before the dude catches you? Good luck. Even if you do manage to succeed, there isn't much separating the good ending from the bad ending. If you do get all the pages, in one of the later versions anyway, the Slenderman still captures you, but... You'll wake up in the morning, and that's it. Previous versions, he would catch you, and that's it. It's basically a glorified game over. But with the minimalism going on, the general lack of story, it's pretty clear that the game wasn't really about any story or any conflict resolution. It's just about the ride, the eeriness of going through the forest and getting the pieces of paper before you get caught. Basically a score attack game. See if you can get all the pages, or not. Slenderman himself, like I said, he gets more persistent in his chase as you collect more pages. He also finds you more easily if you take too long without collecting anything, so there's never really a moment's rest. And outside of a silly post-game mode, which was removed in later versions, there's not much warning for when he's near, your screen will start to go to static a bit, and that's your cue to get moving. 
if he catches you, or if you make eye contact, or would that be eye to lack of eye contact? Then you've already lost. He'll just teleport randomly around the forest, and he'll get better at showing up near you based on your progress or time. And it is possible for him to just spawn right in front of you, and you got a split second to look away if you even can. That's a little crazy. One really infamous part of the game is the soul indoor section, where you have to go into this old bathroom complex, I think. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but it's really claustrophobic, and if the Slenderman shows up in there, you've lost. And of course, there is no in-game map for you to consult and make this easier. You just gotta explore. Like I said, the game went really viral. I remember it was super popular back in 2012. A lot of personalities on YouTube were playing it and screaming like banshees for the attention. The game goes for more eerie dread than outright horror, but I feel like this was the beginning of the YouTube gamer plays spooky game, gets a thousand subscribers trend that I don't think ever completely died. It's possible that Slender isn't the first game to get that treatment, but it is the first one I remember. It's worth noting that after endorsements from Tom of Toonami, as well as the infamous PewDiePie, that so many people tried downloading the game that the site crashed. Another sign of the game's rampant popularity is that there are a lot of copycat games. Some were jokes, some were not. But if you've seen people playing a game where they have to avoid something in the woods while going on a fetch quest, the chances are it was based on Slender. My favorite is one called Flavor Town, where the Slenderman is replaced with Guy Fieri, and the static is replaced with a slowed-down version of the diners, drive-ins, and dives music. <laughs> this game is so popular that people are under the impression that the Slenderman is an original creation of the game, instead of being based on a pre- existing internet horror story. I actually knew a little about that horror story before this game ever took off, and the Slenderman did creep me out a bit. But then the game came along, and it got so oversaturated that now I don't really feel anything. Which, I could say is for the better, you know, one less thing to make me uncomfortable. Slenderman seems to be one of the newest members of the public consciousness pantheon of frightening monsters. You know, you've got Dracula, you've got Freddy Krueger, all those kinds of guys. Now we've got the Slenderman, for better or worse. There's a movie about him now. It reeks of opportunism, in my opinion, but it shows that the public took a shine to this faceless monster. And I'm willing to bet that movie and that shine was because of this game making him really popular. The Slender game has massively eclipsed the popularity of the original mythos. It even eclipsed the Marble Hornets popularity, which is an online series that really inspired the Slenderman in a lot of ways. On a more gruesome note, there has been a crime committed by teenagers acting in the name of Slenderman, and then someone made a documentary about that. So, for better and for worse, the Slenderman has left a mark on the public consciousness. As for today's favorite songs, 
Uh, there's really not any. The game doesn't really have much music to speak of. In early versions of the game, one of the modes you get for getting all eight pages is called $20 mode, and I think that originates from some kind of joke where Slenderman was only chasing you because he wanted to take back $20 that I guess you took from him or he was told you were good for. I don't really know. But in that mode, whenever the Slenderman would get near, it would play the song $20 in the background. It was a rap song by Ron Browse and... Uh, I I didn't like it. I, I really, really could not stand that song. <laughs> I listened to it for a bit just to hear what it sounded like because I never really played this mode or anything, and honestly, I couldn't even last a minute. Like, maybe 58 seconds, I think, was when I paused the video and just stopped. Oh, man, I, I did not like it at all. I'm sorry, Ron... I'm sure you did your best. It just wasn't really my thing. Uh, I, I, I guess Ron wasn't really happy either because copyright claims were the reason that the song was removed from later patches of the game and therefore the $20 mode was removed. The song's inclusion was meant to make the mode sillier so that running into the Slenderman is less creepy, but it still played that jump scare chord whenever you saw him, so overall, the inclusion of the song didn't really do much. It kind of made things annoying on top of being unsettling and tense. I really don't mind that they took it out. If you want to give this game a shot, I'm sure you can find it without too much difficulty. You could probably also play one of the numerous copycat games that are available, including Flavor Town. Or you could go look for Slender the Arrival, which is kind of the sequel, while also being the more fleshed-out game. I'm not really sure what that relationship is supposed to be exactly. But I have been the Axeman, and you can listen to me rambling more about games by subscribing to the BitCast on Podcast One's website, or on the mobile app. Or you can find the episodes on iTunes. With that said, I will see you on the next one, and maybe next October I will think things through a little more, whether I want to commit to a horror theme, seeing as I don't seem to play a lot of horror games. Alright, until next time. Listen to BitCast anytime on PodcastOne.com and on the Podcast One app.